0: It's Sunday, October 22nd, and there is a lot, an enormous amount of weather that's going to be going on this week in this country. Also, some of this is unique, something very unique to take place at the end of October. We also have to discuss super unique stuff that took place earlier this month during the first week in October, especially over Florida, even the second week as well, but especially the first week. But let's get going with probably the most significant topic right now is the Arctic air that's headed into the country, big time. Arctic air, not just one air mass, multiple Arctic air masses, cold fronts with continuous down, continuous cooling trend, something which is not usual. This is something sometimes we see by warm, warm-ups. We gradually get warmer, but here we're going to have just continuous cold fronts, continuously pushing the temperatures down. First front arrives already tomorrow for portions of Montana uh, in North Dakota. Perhaps it's even there before tomorrow. North Dakota area gets hit again Tuesday for the southern portions of North Dakota into South Dakota. That front moves in on Tuesday. Wednesday onward, there's good chances for snow across the upper Midwest depending on the evolution of a Pacific Northwest system that will be developing later in the week. Multiple storm systems with multiple cold fronts affecting the upper Midwest The Plains, Kansas, Topeka, Kansas might be seeing snow by the end of this week. The European computer model shows clearly that Topeka, Kansas will be in a widespread snow event by the end of the week. The National Weather Service for Topeka tells us that mixed precipitation is a possibility by the end of the week. This Arctic air mass, what's unique about it is that it's very early in the season. Arctic air masses which are early in the season a lot of times are just a one-punch shot and then we return to the normal weather pattern, but this one seems like at first it looked like Minimal, A two-punch shot. Now I think it's starting to be a three-punch shot. So three punches of Arctic air, two or three punches of Arctic air, and then uh, things should probably return. I don't know. Things should probably return to warmer again because the heat remains down in the south temperatures are still warm down south without a doubt so there's plenty of warm air in fact this upcoming monday or tuesday actually tuesday in topeka kansas we have temperatures going into the mid and upper 80s with record highs in the low 90s so The temperature forecast highs are very close to those record. Here in the Chicago area, we're going to be getting some very unseasonably warm weather on Tuesday. And let me explain a little bit about it, just a little bit. We have, it's a Bermuda high, it's a weak Bermuda high, but it's a Bermuda high nonetheless, which is going to be... a flow of warm humid air off the Gulf of Mexico, off the waters, up into the Midwest. We have at the same time a low pressure system approaching the plains will also be responsible for tapping into this moisture, bringing a south flow flowing right into this low pressure system over in the plains. This is the system that has that powerful cold front which will be trailing from it. Before the cold front moves through, people don't talk about these words in association with a cold front but it is true we have some compressional warming that takes place ahead of a cold front so temperatures become really warm not just because of the south winds but there also is some compressional warming that takes place with that being said people also have to realize there's a very significant risk for severe weather in this type of a scenario in fact october 24th starts severe weather season number two the severe weather season number one is the springtime it might even be two three months long the second one is two weeks long tells us meteorologist dave murray retired meteorologist for ktvi he's the chief meteorologist worked in st louis he was speaking about the st louis area but st louis is a midwestern city two weeks long final week of October and the first week of November is an intense severe weather. That's severe weather season number two. That starts this week and we will be seeing significant severe weather. That's Tuesday, especially over the plains and probably moving a little bit east as the days move on, especially across the south. But here's another thing. The other thing is that These ingredients, what we're going to be seeing, especially later in the week, we have all the ingredients which are necessary to produce a major winter storm here in the Midwest with six inches or more of snow. The only thing is, is the cold air cold enough for something like this to happen? Are the ground temperatures cold enough? But the three ingredients, let's review them. I've heard this all my life. Dave Murray is the teacher just all the time. You just see on the screen, he would show, even as a child I would see it, the three ingredients necessary to produce a major winter storm in the Midwest, which is defined as six inches of snow or more, is an Arctic air mass, strong low pressure, and copious amounts of Gulf moisture. Those are the three things which are necessary to produce a major winter storm. We will be having the Arctic air mass. We will be having strong low pressure, You know, the low pressure has to be revisited because I saw the low pressure, a strengthening low pressure system from 29.7 to 29.6 as it moves into the upper Midwest. It doesn't really seem that strong to me right now, but other I've heard uh, people refer to it as a stronger low pressure than just that. And we have to look in to see how copious is that Gulf moisture. Well, one thing I can tell you is that Minneapolis, Minnesota, will be seeing dew points, summertime dew points, going into the 60s this week. So that's as copious as it gets this time of the year. You have dew points in the 60s coming off the Gulf waters, going all the way up north into the Midwest. So we have all that. The Rapid City, or the Bismarck, North Dakota National Weather Service, tells us that One inch of snow or more is likely for portions of the Dakotas, but a six inch storm or more, it tells us there's a 10 to 30% chance for that. So we're going to call that a 20% chance, which is a slight chance this far out. They're saying a slight chance for at least a widespread six inch snow or more event and in regards to the one-inch they're calling it a 50 to 70 percent chance so we're going to call it a 60 percent chance which is officially the term likely is used when you're dealing with a 60 percent chance nonetheless these chances are not uh, so accurate when you're so many days out and the six inch uh, storm could very well end up materializing uh, with much more uh, intensity than people realize right now and what The place, however, where there's much higher confidence in this occurring is really when you head into the Montana area, where temperatures are headed into the single digits by the end of this week. Portions of Montana, in fact, some areas dropping below zero the end of this week, the beginning of next week. And it's only going to get worse the beginning of next week. In fact, the very final days of October is when the Arctic air makes it here into the Chicago area. This is far away, far out. We'll have high temperatures in Minneapolis, highs in the low 30s. Temperatures are usually about 10 degrees warmer here in the Chicago area this time of the year when you're dealing with something like that. So highs, I would say, would be in the low 40s which would put the highs in st louis in the low 50s but you know it doesn't always work out uh with such a perfect uh like a perfect masterpiece like that so uh the mini what we're doing here is that really you could just look at the european computer model to see what the high temperatures will be in chicago but the problem is that's too many days out minneapolis it's one day closer so you just look at that, and then you'll figure out what the other cities are. But high temperatures in Chicago highly likely to stay in the 40s, to stay in the 40s at max for the final days of October, October 30th, October 31st. This is an Arctic invasion, a total Arctic invasion. We, there are, you know, uh, reports right now will say that, you know, there is a reporter who's reporting that the entire country of canada might be taken over with this arctic air that's a possibility and then the arctic air comes here into the us and it's here for many areas you know in montana it's dropping below 32 monday night and it remains under freezing continuously for a week so we're looking at major stuff over there this is a 6 to 12 inch snowstorm at its peak in the bullseye tells us accuweather AccuWeather is putting an AccuWeather max for the Pacific Northwest to be at 30 inches. And this includes areas for the passes. This is this 6 to 12 inches, heavy snow falling down to the valley floor. And they're calling this the very first significant winter storm for the season, for the winter of 2023 to 2024. It arrives this week. Those of us that, many of us, this is a super exciting moment. This is really the start of the winter season for real this is the start it's not a made-up date this is each year the first arctic air mass arrives at a different time this is when it arrives this time around and it's not again it's not just a one punch hit this is minimal two punch hit possibly three punch hit for places in montana and chicago might only be able to feel it by the third punch so, for Chicago, perhaps in a certain way, it's a one-punch hit. But in reality, the synoptic weather setup is not. It's a three-punch hit, which means it's here for a week. Each punch is two days. Every punch is two or three days. It's here for a week. In places like Montana, it's the, the synoptic weather setup will be influencing Chicago for a week as well. Just because we are further east, we get a more moderated form of everything. at this time of the year, especially this time of the year, and we might not actually feel the Arctic feel until air mass number two or three. That's going to be the final days of October. Now, let's go ahead and talk about something totally phenomenal that took place during the first week of October in Florida. And we're just going to hit upon the surface. Uh, We're going to scratch the surface, and that's it. Uh, We have something that took place, something which usually doesn't even occur in the month of July. Such intense heat does not even occur in the month of July in places in Florida where this occurred. Tampa, Florida, uh, maybe was Sarasota, Florida, other areas in Florida, temperatures went into the upper 90s with super high humidity. 97 degrees in Tampa, Florida. You know, there were heat indices when I was, figuring it out on the heat index calculator heat indices of 112 114 degrees dew points in the mid 80s temperatures in the low 90s some areas dew points in the upper 70s and temperatures in the mid 90s these are things that are well above normal in a tropical place a tropical place does not mean extreme heat it doesn't mean that in fact it's just the opposite It's rare for there to be extreme heat in the tropics. In fact, if there ever is a heat advisory issued for Florida, which for this season, Florida had the merit or the curse, whatever you want to call it, of being under a heat advisory for much of the summer that was due to extreme humidity. Extreme humidity combined with almost normal heat. We were not seeing temperatures in the hundreds. We were seeing temperatures... Low 90s, but dew points, low 80s and stuff like that, producing miserable heat and disease. Well, in the month of October, the sun is significantly weaker and than July. It's significantly weaker. If to it's the solar insulation in Florida is less. Even in July, it's less than what it is here in the Midwest. Now, some people might find that hard to believe, they don't understand it because the ultraviolet index is more in uh, Florida. So you would think the sun is stronger in Florida, but the thing is is that the days are longer here in the Midwest. When you, so the extreme heat is something which uh, it does occur on those latitudes, but it's, Florida is just surrounded with ocean, it's a tropical area, and it, it does occur, even though the solar insulation is not super extreme, but it is, the sun is certainly brutally hot in Florida, and it does occur in those latitudes just not in a place like Florida, but by the time you hit October, it's really a rarity to have even just normal temperatures, normal heat, to have temperatures hit 90 degrees is a real rarity in Florida, and we had temperatures going into the upper 90s in October with dew points in the 70s and 80s, producing this, this is just like peak heating, it's something that one would think perhaps could never occur in the month of October, but it did, and that was the first week of October, and I noticed there was another day during the second week where temperatures went into the mid-90s. That was a one-day thing, but the first week was not a one-day thing. It was several days in a row. Right now, let's go on to the next topic over here. We have a tropical storm slash hurricane moving up into the Atlantic Ocean. I don't think anything is becoming of that. We have tropical storm warnings, however, which are in effect off the coast of Florida right now the Atlantic coast of Florida. We have tropical storm warnings, but we have winter storm warnings in effect for portions of Alaska, where you have six to 10 inches of snow. And some of these places are going to be getting, the National Weather Service tells us, the Fairbanks National Weather Service tells us we have places receiving wind gusts of 70 miles per hour. Now, why is that not a blizzard warning? I really don't know. It's a winter storm warning, in effect, for multiple cities in Alaska right now. This is big time stuff that's going on. So winter is is taking over at least for one week. The synoptic weather setup in this country in this country will reflect winter for one week and then it will probably go away. The very initial, maybe even the first two initial fronts of this will be producing severe weather outbreaks across the plains and perhaps even further north than that, even into Minnesota, actually. Tuesday, Minnesota is, well, at least a marginal risk for all types of severe weather. The National Weather Service of Minneapolis, Minnesota tells us we could see all types of severe weather on Tuesday. I would not be surprised if Chicago will see this as well. And snowflakes could be felt will be felt all the way up even into the northeast part of the country just some snowflakes no accumulation over there but uh, there will be accumulations on the back sides of many of these storm systems which in many situations will actually end up being in southern canada or the upper midwest by the time all of this unfolds thank you for listening i wish everybody a wonderful week To summarize this week, unseasonably warm on Tuesday, colder cooling trend comes in after that, and the cold arctic air comes in for the final day of October here in the Chicago area. I wish everybody a wonderful week.